The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax. This is Topo. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and returning guest Charlie Clawson. Uh, Sam Simmons is here. How are you, Sam? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Uh, we both did exactly what I thought you would do, which was went louder than I did in the sound check. Oh. It's a classic thing that everybody right, do does. Me, do you want me to pull No, away? no, no. You've All done right. well. I, I, I adjusted for it, I oh, hope. Good. Good. So I hope Just I as well. You don't want to blow out people's eardrums as they're pumping iron or whatever they do to this podcast. I, I, I don't know if anyone- Is this a gymnasium podcast? I can't. Well, I'd like to know. Hit us up on the Facebook page. Let right. us know. What like, do you do? What do you do to the dulcet tones of Will Anderson's voice? I, I always imagine. Okay, here's some things. There'd be here, weird girls at here, home. Here's some things. There'd be I some know. teen fans of yours doing some weird fudding. I, I don't know what fudding is. It's masturbation for a what lady. Fudding is fudding is masturbation, like lady masturbation. I don't just, understand what you're saying. You fud yourself silly. I don't. It's from really, the extras. Did Kate you Winslet make that said up? it. No, it was a Kate Winslet line. In, in go back and fud yourself. In Ricky Gervais's The Extras. Yeah. Anyway, right. I'm imagining not in the someone's ex- fudding not, themselves. Not in the extras of Titanic or something. No. In the DVD extras. No, no, no. That. <laughs> she was like in oh. the steamy car scene. She was like, I was in the car for half an hour first, fudding myself yeah, silly. I love that little uh, that, what, that, that steamy just, scene. It wasn't just the Titanic that was going down, if you know what I'm Wee! saying. Have you? Uh, did you enjoy that film as a, as a film? Uh, I loved it. I know, I know it's just the thing not That's to like. To me. Mind you, it's the most popular film of all time. It's just great trash. It's like Love Actually. Uh-huh. I my wife hates me for loving Love Actually like, because I there's love so many poisonous so messages in it. Oh, there are not. It's just about love. Come it's on, it's not. It's though. got the guy from Walking Dead in it, what and the worst the, acting what performance about that ever. Fucking weird dude who's like, isn't he's in love? Like the Walking Dead. It's him, isn't it? Yeah, he's it's in the, love wor- with, he's he's the worst the acting in, in that as well. Isn't he in love with his best friend's wife or something? Is it that? His yeah, but why can't you that? look at a bit of trash? Like it's just great trash to watch. Uh, Same as like Titanic. It's just fantastic trash. I don't mind a bit of fantastic trash. I'm up for a bit of fantastic trash. Mm. You can't get me away from Con Air when it's on the. Like that's a yeah okay that's a similar kind of trash right. but you don't like the you don't like the effeminate trash then I well, love I love a romance no, no I like a romance too name a romance you love uh, okay I love uh, I can give you four Fifty First Dates one of the greatest films ever made <laughs> oh, really yeah it's a great film really yeah she's got amnesia she has to fall in love with him every day I liked uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer uh, that was a, uh, well, I enjoyed that's, that but, that's not trash that's not romantic trash though uh, I enjoyed um, you don't love no I do love Will doesn't love. I just can't think of the movies that I... <laughs> I love Bad Trash, man. It's the best. I mean, I, I didn't mind The Notebook. That's as trashy that's as not it gets. Tra- that's not trash. The Notebook that's is art as trash. trashy as it gets. It's Ryan bloody Gosling. Yeah. Being in Love in the Rain with his shirt off. Yeah, Ma- and old mate Actually, Maverick. Do you like James Point? Gardner. Do you like Match Point? Not Gardner. Gardner. James Garner from... Um, Maverick. Rockford Files. And yeah. Maverick, yeah. Maverick, the film with... Uh, the, the he Western. Was, wasn't he the original Maverick? And then wasn't he like Maverick's, oh. like, you know, dad or Maverick's yeah, mate or whatever? It's like, like um, older Maverick? Like Stan Lee. To Mel Gibson's Maverick. Just was Mel Gibson things. was Maverick, wasn't he? 
Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's made. He's he apparently a making. A, a, <laughs> he's a fucking maverick. Well, no, you've heard. Have you heard Robert Downey Jr. Right. is uh, is trying to get him to help direct or to direct uh, Iron Man Four? He says it's time that Hollywood forgave him. Yeah, come back and direct this film because he's a great storyteller. Right, that'd why be really good because Iron Man would have to fight the Jews. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> So I'm just thinking about the plot line for that. There's, there's, there's something going, hang on a minute. Hey, yeah. uh, Iron Man finds out the Jews actually are running Hollywood. Yeah, and there's a guy one... who lives in Malibu. He's really pissed off about that. And that's what the fourth film is all about. So would he be a new Nazi? Yeah, like a neo-metal Nazi? I mean, he kind of is anyway, isn't is he, he? Iron Man? He's as close to that. I mean, he's a billionaire weapons maker and like, you know. Hang on, Bruce Wayne. He's a billionaire as well, isn't he? What's yeah. with being a billionaire? What's, what's with being so... I mean, you've already got enough. I'm sick of Batman. I know you love Batman. I've had enough of Batman stuff. Batman's not even real. Hang on, what? Sorry, I'm just going on about Bat- Batman stuff. I'm just Batman, Iron Man. I mean, I really don't care. No, no, but I see, bought it up though as well. Yeah, yeah, here's what I would say. I've been watching Gotham, which is a new television series. Uh, if you look at that sign really quickly, because there's billboards everywhere, <laughs> it looks like it says Got Ham, which yeah. is the first thing I saw. Right. But- with a little question mark, like the got, got milk ham. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got ham. You're like, this is an interesting take. So I got, I know that got ham at the moment. Gotham's about the that's the early days of Batman. Isn't yeah. It? So it's yeah. Well, it's it's pre Batman. Batman. So Oswald it's like, Cobblepot. Yeah. So which I, is a penguin. And in the first episode, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but mm. I watched like the third or fourth one last night, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty into this. They're Are you really? A, yeah. Yes, I mean, I there was a few times, there was actually one time last night where, and I can't, I wish I could remember what the scene was, but it was, oh, yeah, I remember what it was now. Like, so the two detectives, uh, so you've got the big corrupt detective, then you've got the young James Gordon, who's the idealistic detective, you know, in Gotham City, who's come there, he's yeah, trying right. to solve the Wayne murder. It's the but Gary like, Oldman character from right. the Batman. Gotcha. So he's being dragged down and he's the dude from the OC who used to think he was Russell Crowe. Okay, like the, I don't know what's going on now. Okay, but yeah, sure. Go on. And anyway, he's actually pretty good. Yeah. And and uh, Barbara, Barbara Gordon, yeah. his hot missus, right, apparently used to be a lesbian yeah, right. in this it, version. In real life. Oh, no, no right. Okay, in not this the actor. Version. Gotcha, yeah, She's cool. got this hot lesbian ex-lover. I see. And uh, the other day, her hot ex-lesbian, no, her hot lesbian, still lesbian, yeah. ex-lover right. has come around. And Barbara Gordon, just in the morning, just like walking around her apartment in her underwear, smoking pot. Got ham? I was like, right. got ham? Bloody <laughs> hell. Might need some ham after smoking yeah. pot in your underwear. All <laughs> oh, right, so it's quite subversive. Right. So I so I really got into it, but there was this one scene where I on the couch said the line that they were going to say, like you know, you know when you see something coming from so far away. I actually said it out loud, and yeah, then right. it didn't happen for another three seconds. So I'll run you through what's happening. Okay, what's going on? The uh, corrupt detective uh, is taking uh, Jim Gordon out, and they're trying to shake some people down to find some information, right? As you're doing. So then you see Gotham. like a little montage of like cut to them, you know, like punching a guy and James Gordon being like, "We shouldn't be punching this guy." And then yeah. they're over there and he's strangling a guy, and James Gordon is like, "Oh, you shouldn't be strangling that guy." And where's Batman him. during this? Well, he's a kid. Oh, okay. So right. he's at home. Bat boy. Is he bat boy in this series? It, yeah. He, no, he's not bat boy. Anyway, so people... He doesn't sh- dress as a bat at all. So, but so you Jim, see him Jim Gordon's of- doing... He's shaking down the crims. Yeah. Right. No, Jim isn't. Jim's okay. like standing by. Well, the guy next to him is. Right. Who's that guy? He's the... Oswald co- Cobblepot. No. <laughs> he's a no, young- but he's in it. Right, okay. So, okay, in the first episode... Spoilers now. Right. But in the first episode, Jim Gordon, to prove that he was corrupt, like, you know, with all the other police officers, had to go to the end of the pier and shoot Oswald Cobblepot. Right? Okay, right. But he didn't actually shoot him. Yeah. He just shot near his head and pushed him in the river. And, and that's saved how he became life. a penguin. 
Well, he, so he, he fell in the water, became because you get your powers from. Is that how it happened? Your penguin. Well, he was bitten powers. by a spider, became Spider Man, so he was bitten he was, by a penguin. He was bitten by a penguin. <laughs> I became the penguin. He threw him what? in the water down at Phillip Island in Australia. Wow. And he, and he was bitten by a fairy penguin. And you can't say fairy penguin, they're called little penguins <laughs> what do you now. Mean? It's, uh, you're not allowed to say it. Apparently, it's uh, derogatory to... I don't know who it is, but apparently you can't say fairy penguins. Hang on, what? Like, Look this up. They're not called like fairy penguins. Slur? Totally. They couldn't called little be. penguins. They weren't called fairy penguins because people thought... Look at the way they, they waddle. Yeah, but that wasn't why. They were called fairy penguins because they were tiny and magical. Yeah, but they're like not. Like fairies. They're now being changed to little penguin. Oh, we can right. look this up. Go to bloody... That seems worse. Now Vic, it seems Vic like they haven't... They're fully grown. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Like, well, no, they're just little penguins. They're definitely yeah. not fairy, though. You can't say fairy penguin. Right. You can't say much anymore, can you? No. Yeah, right. So anyway, Who Jim Gordon shaking down a lesbian. One, not penguins, What's surely. We weren't offending penguins in that No, one, but, you know, people just get up in arms about stuff. Right, There's, not penguins. They only have tiny flaps. You know, there was a gay, a gay penguin couple. Flaps. What do you mean in flaps? Well, because they have tiny flaps. Well, they do have little, they've got little bloody. Got a little flippers. They they've could, got little flaps. They couldn't, if they went to a Jay-Z concert, he would not know if they did Put your flippers care. in the air. They couldn't. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I got that reference. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand much. Do you know what I mean? Uh, apparently there was a, um, there's a, just on penguins quickly, Please. there was a there was a gay couple uh, in New York. Uh-huh. So I don't know what type of penguin they were. I think they were, um, let's just say they were emperor penguins. Uh-huh. Um, and the the New York Zoo were trying to pull them apart because they were coupling together. Okay? Right. So uh, and what they were trying to do penguins, was these two these penguins. two penguins yeah. they were they were just hanging out. And they I mean, were the standard close. joke is that all penguins look the same. That's not penguin racism. Yeah, but they right. do look pretty similar. Yeah, they do. Right. But so, these two boys, these two males were together, but they yeah. were trying to nest and roost a a rock. So they had a little oh, rock. Yeah. You know, the, uh, flaps come up again. You know, that little flap under their, uh, just above their feet where they keep the egg. Have you seen, oh, yeah. you've seen okay. Happy Feet or you've seen like, yeah, uh, sure. it's March of the Penguins. Yeah. So you, you know, you haven't, have you? You know, those documentaries. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so. When do uh, they start dancing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they, um, anyway, so they had the rock there, but the, the zoo decided that I it was saw not happy unnatural. Flaps. That, is that? Oh, I love Happy Flaps. Yeah, that was a it's good It's a one. great porn. <laughs> um, Anyway, so they decided to pull them apart, but the um, the LGBT community in uh-huh. um, in New York actually got, got up together. In flaps. And, yeah, they got up in flaps and got them back together. I, I think that's Cute a good story. Though. I mean, why not? Well, you know, it's naturally occurring in the animal kingdom. Anyway, so Edward Cobble. I was reading an article the other day about how animals get high, like most animals get high as yeah, well. Yeah, right. There's like certain it's just plants a natural and thing. stuff they that they find eat. These plants and they'll go and eat them, and as you should. Right. It's natural. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I just saw a meth. I just saw one of the most, on, what? the most extraordinary meth freak just in traffic here. Okay, so driving or driving, just really like he had the biggest big gulp you've ever seen in your life. It was uh, like a bucket. I didn't know there was one that big. It was like a thirty ounce big gulp. That just meth pumping Taylor Swift. You know that? Like, oh yeah, okay, sure. What's that song? Do you know what song? Shake it off, shake it off, just pumping it. Just pumping it. But really digging into the side of his head and scratching. Seems like a great drug, guys. Oh, it was awesome. You want to get involved in that if you really think there's enough Taylor Swift Swift and fucking big golf in your fucking life. Bloody hell, maybe was a little bit too much big golf. He obviously had somewhere to go on a Monday. so he was out late. On the way home, maybe. I think so. (laughs) Anyway, we've got to get back to Batman. So Edward Cobblepot's falling in the water. Okay, so Cobblepot's fallen in the water. Right. And uh, he hasn't turned into a penguin or anything. This is like a bit real life, you know. It's, you know, all the characters are meant to be sort of grounded in reality. Mm -hmm. And so... uh, Because he's a penguin. That's that's basically where we're up to at the moment. We're up to the, you know, it's it's just been establishing all that sort of stuff. So Love Actually is far-fetched with its themes and they're toxic, but you can't be a penguin man. Um, no, I just think that some of the stories in Love Actually aren't actually love stories. That's all right. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure no one's ever seen that okay. Penguin Man. I liked Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's a great film. Yeah, I Same thought that was great. Same makers. Right. Love, Love Actually. I liked great uh, Notting Hill. Yeah. Same him. people. Hugh Grant, he was good in that. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Reese Ephens. I like Shaun of the Dead. I believe that's a romantic that's comedy. Not, that's not in With the, zombies. That's not really a part of it. Yes, Any, it is. Hey, come on. So Edward Cobblepot. What the f- Yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. That's all you know about Cobblepot. Oh, right. Okay. Right. But he comes Too back later continued. in the series. Oh, yeah. No, he's still, he's floated over to the other side of the river. Yeah, Gordon. What's the line that you yelled out that you preempted on the couch? Oh, sorry. I forgot right. to tell you yeah, this. Yeah, right. No, you're right. So we got to the end of the montage. There's someone at home just really fudding themselves stupid at the moment, just really frustrated that you're not going to let them right. get to what imagine you need to shout out. Imagine, because I, often I get distracted and tell stories on this podcast and I get distracted by the and stories never get and the I end. never get to the end of right. them. We're getting to the end of this. <clears throat> and, uh, but it would be great if you asked, you asked before, what do people do while they're listening to the podcast? And it would be great if there's someone who the one thing is they fud until I finish the anecdote. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they start, when I start telling a story, yeah, they start like, oh, masturbating. Oh, he finally got to the end. And he finally got to the end. And they, when they feel like I am about to get to the end and then I get distracted again, that's like a real big... It's frustration. Yeah, it's like... It's, anyway, it's I'm sure woman. that doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm sorry to give that gross image to people. It's a nice image. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, the final bit in the montage after I've been shaking all these people down is uh, it, the, the bag cop... At, at like a hot dog vending stand, like mm-hmm. talking harshly to the hot dog vending guy and then walking away with a hot dog and Jim Gordon comes over to him and he says, uh, what did that guy tell you? And the bad cop goes, nothing. I just needed a hot dog. How did you know that I line just, would happen? Oh, you could just tell because it was like the final, like everything had been like a serious yeah, scene, okay, serious right. scene, serious scene, and then it was like hot dog vendor and then like yeah, the, okay. you were just like, that is the classic punchline to a montage like that. Yeah. You your know, classic comic out. You know your, po- a, you know your poor Hollywood writing, don't right. you? Right. Yeah. Oh, I can, I can, I can pick an ending on a montage <laughs> from fucking miles away. When I go on master montage as a judge, that'll be the thing that I look for. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Uh, so, Sam, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. What? Uh, you just got serious look in your face, you're saying? Just, what, for, just for the listeners at home, just serious look happening. Yeah, there. I've just... Uh, this Sam. is a serious question, isn't it? Sam, I've got to ask you a serious question. You, you're a guy who spends a lot of time on the road. Yeah. Uh, you're a traveller like myself. Yeah. Um, have you ever... Gypsies, but you can't say gypsy like fairy penguin anymore. We're not right. gypsies. Okay. Did yeah. they ever have gypsy penguins? Gypsy penguins make sense, though, doesn't it? Right. Yeah. I just like out that. the front of the fairy penguin. I like a gypsy penguin. Yeah. S- selling cut price merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> then it's racist. There we go. I like a gypsy penguin. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we're gypsies. Yeah. Comedy gypsies. We are comedy gypsies. Uh, troubadours mm-hmm. in the tr- traditional sense of that word, um, which means we stay in a lot of hotels. Mm-hmm. Do you have any particular... Chain. Uh, patterns uh, when you get to a hotel? Like, um, do you unpack everything? Do you keep your things in your suitcase? Do you oh, like you know? Do you have a certain way you set up the room? Is yeah. there any sort of rituals that you need to do when you want to arrive in a place to get yourself ready to do your shows and stuff like that? Yeah, there is. I've got a um, I've got mini things. They're just some things I've collected from around the world that I take with me. One of them is a uh, like a piece of pumice that Dave Quirk and I share, which is weird. My mate Dave Quirk in Australia uh-huh. makes me think about good times with him. The other one is a small figurine. This is weird. It's not of a penguin, but it's of a puffin. So I've got a puffin. So the rock and the puffin go next to the bed. Right. So this little miniature figurine of a puffin. Only because one day I love puffin books. Yeah. And I'd like to be able to write something fantastic one day and be published by puffin. It's a little hope dream. It makes me think about writing when I wake up in the morning, which is kind of lame, but that's, that's, that's me. Anyway, it's so amazing. Little My pre-show ritual involves puffin as well. No! So hey, give me 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's how I've got better as a comedian. I In the old days, that. you would not have got through I don't know whether we did like the whole about... fucking sentence I, because I would have been going, Puffin, me, Puffin. See, that's interesting because uh, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but because I can't smoke at all. Oh. I just cannot. There are certain people that works very, very well with right. and other people who don't. It, it, this for is me, psychologically, because I, is- I was a massive partaker for years. Yeah. I mean, I'm a brekkie bong guy for years and years and years and years. Now the thought of it, like what will happen to me if I was to do this, I would just go in the corner and just want to play with plasticine and just be alone. Like, right. I can't be social. It but amazes that, I, me when I see people like you. There's like, I see, I do gigs here all the time, uh, and I'll see someone like having a smoke and just walking on stage, and I'm like, oh my fuck, how? How could you do that? I would let every innermost secret out. I'd probably like have a freak out, cry. Anyway. I think part of, the, the, part of it is that. Like, part of it is really? that thing of going, well, I'm just going to be in the moment. Yeah, but know? it's also having that, that, it's like being in a championship battle with your own brain. Yeah. Like, whether you win or the psycho, what is it? The psychosomatic attic insane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just the, the psychotic thing in your head doesn't let it take over from what you've been doing to yourself. You know what I mean, though? Like, no, I do. I, I, it's almost I like exactly being bipolar, and I think maybe, I mean, I don't know whether I'd verge on that part of my life in any right. way at all. So, Sam, this is what I want to say seriously. Anyway, is it's that, a puffin uh, and a of, rock. Of late, I have been asked a lot about this topic because... Uh, you're a bloody rebel back at home because you smoked on right. the TV here. Yeah. So now every time I do an interview or whatever, they blow up comments about it or they ask me about it. And my philosophy is always that, look, I mean, if people listen to this fucking podcast or they've seen my shows, they already know what my attitude to these things are. So I'm not going to suddenly start lying because it's in a newspaper. Yeah, but they're waiting or whatever. for a shocking grab. Like there's got to be a sound bite one day where you say, I like to. I, I like to smoke marijuana and murder puppies. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, like when I get high, I murder puppies. The, the other day, That's what they're waiting for. The other day, there was a headline in the newspaper where they were like, uh, a comedian doing gigs for 14 wontons or whatever. No, in front of 14 people for wontons. Like, and awesome. they, they did this article on me because in a throwaway comment, I was talking about the fact that, like, you know, they were asking me about doing gigs over here. And I was like, <laughs> sometimes you're like... I joked. I said, like, sometimes you do, like, gigs in front of 14 people at a Chinese restaurant and they pay you with wontons. That's funny. Because that's... Uh, well, I love that they ran with that as a story. That's, like, a thing that you would say comedically to express a broader ideal yeah, of, of course. me actually running you through... Like, no no actual beer rider and, like, just... I got offered $8 at a gig the other night. I was like, wow. Yeah. Anyway, but that's, that's the way it is. Right. But I did love that they ran it in. And then, of course, any bit of press you do that next week, people are like, so you're getting paid in wontons? And I'm like, no, I'm getting heckled in fortune cookies. Fuck. Fuck off. Ah, uh, it's awesome. Uh, so, I, but I, like, because my attitude has always been, you know, the different strokes attitude, what might be right for you may not be right for some. Okay. And like, and this is my argument with weed is this idea that somehow if weed was like legal in plant. the same way as like alcohol was legal. Yeah. Like alcohol is very pro- problematic as well. My no, own drinking know, as well. We know the issues. Right. No, no, but this, but no, but this is the. I do understand. No, some but people the, works no, the, with some people it doesn't. No, but yeah, this is the only point I wanted to make is there are people like you who could smoke weed whenever you wanted to. Yeah. Right. You could. Like yeah. you live in a community and a lifestyle and a place where it would be legal for you to probably be able to get it for some reason. Yeah. Like you could do that. And you choose not to because you yeah. don't want to because you don't like it. Yeah, totally. Right? That's it. Yeah. You're an adult and you have the you should have the right to make that decision. Yeah. Just because it's legal doesn't mean people are going to do it all the time. I have heaps of friends who might smoke like weed like six times a year. And that's like, and then if on another day, they'd be just like, no, not today. I've but it's interesting. I mean, but it's also like a, it's not even a cho- like a choose not to because it's not like I'm, 
it's not like I'm going, oh, gee, I'd really like to do that, mm. but I just won't. It's just because I can't. Right. I mean, I know emotionally it doesn't work for me. It just doesn't but this chemically what, but work this is in my what brain. We be it's not even choosing not to. It's I, just like, nah, but I'm not doing it. I think we should stop talking about specific drugs and things and talk about philosophies, which is like, don't do things to yourself that fuck up your life. Oh, Whatever totally. the thing is you're doing to yourself, if it's like, hey, if I was if, single if and you lonely, were driving through fucking traffic, yeah. listening to Taylor Swift with a giant big gulp, yeah. you are taking too much meth. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But should we stop him? I mean, I mean, he might be a danger, a liability yeah, on the road. I, well, I don't him. think he should be driving. Like, I don't get in my car if I'm, like, influenced by drugs or alcohol. So, mm. you know, so that, I think that's the things we should be saying to people. Wouldn't he be more focused? Oh, he'd be fucking focused. Okay. On Taylor Swift and her heartbreak. He might be bloody focused. Maybe just, so like, really you get focused. halfway through a song. He'd hate, you know, all men because, like... But if he's in a crash, he can just shake it off. He'd see a kid who looked like one of the guys she's singing about in the song and he'd fucking run him down at the traffic lights for Taylor. Jesus. And then really get out and pull out all, the, all his teeth and... It's a bloody dark place you're going to, well, Will. That's a meth place, Let's mate. Let's go back to Penguins. Don't take meth. That's what I I'm saying. Well, yeah, I'm not saying take meth. Well, what, what, you, uh, what, what are you, you saying? A, if you're not with us, you're against us. <laughs> at the same time, you're like going, well, you're, you're saying, well, you know, if you wanted to do like uh, do the marijuana, do the marijuana. If you don't, you don't. I mean, you know. Where's, yeah, where but I'm the, saying it should Every be moral stand. I mean, is every, I mean, I've seen people on marijuana. I've seen people destroy their lives on that stuff. I, I mean, I don't think right. it's a, so this is I the, don't think it's a, a not dangerous no, drug. I think it's a really po- dangerous this drug. This is the point I'm trying to make, Sam. I'm, we're making so the exact same works. point. No, well, meth like, is no. just a fucking shit drug. Like the, uh, uh, if totally. you, it's like eating, it's like, Look, I've seen it's the percentages of, of foul. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's shit but I don't think anything's any. I mean, yes, there are things yes. that are worse than other things. They're they way are. more addictive and higher. But right, mm. it seems unreasonable that at least in a medicinal capacity, if you can prescribe co- like codeine or yeah. you know whatever, like the equivalence of heroin yeah. medicinally, so you is can't... codeine a family of the opiate? Is that the? Is that a? Yeah, I so believe. Heroin? Yeah. Yeah, a, it really plugs me up. Yeah, oh yeah, man. So does that happen with heroin as well? They just can't poo. I, th- I think so. I don't right, know. Okay. I've never done heroin, but right, okay. like I'm just wondering. And I really hate not being able to poo. Like people don't like when I talk. Oh, that's horrible. I don't like to talk about hard it. Poo. But oh, yeah, yeah, I mean that's yeah. I'm not made for that. I saw a very funny thing online just just before I came here. <laughs> it was a German guy being confused by the word party pooper. Right. And he heard about this girl called Jennifer. And he's like, I've heard about this girl called Jennifer, and she's a real. People say she's a real party pooper. And then he's like trying to. He's like, why would you do that at a party? <laughs> Like, I'm a party pooper as well, but I close the door. Right? Anyway. Did he think it was like a uh, that she? Yeah, you know, he thought it was went, a thing you do. Everyone gets yeah. around Jennifer, going, "Yeah, yeah. woo, woo, woo!" Oh, poo, she's doing poo, one. Poo, poo. Poo. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Look, look. The drug, the drug arguments. Hey guys, the party poopers here. Chris, bloody. Hey, it's your fiftieth. She's not on heroin. <laughs> That's a horrible this thought, is, isn't it? A surprise. Sounds very German, though. <laughs> right, does, doesn't about it. it? But yeah, I mean, look, you know, on the on the drug. What thing, happened I mean, to Will just... Anderson? He got to, he, he, he went and did a party pooper business in Germany. It's like a boost juice. I'd love you to be doing that here in the Hollywood Hills. Oh, you there, probably there'd could. There'd be a weird on scene Craig's for it. List. Yeah, yeah. Well, who were we talking about last time? Soderbergh. There's a weird scene here. There's all sorts of weird things going on in the, in the Hollywood Hills. Mate, things happen in the hills. What happens in the hills stays in the yeah. hills. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's a, it is a crazy town. This stuff happens. Anyway. I was at a party where I got an indecent proposal in the hills. What type of indecent proposal? Well, not indecent in any Just other way. Just a sexy way, proposal. But, uh, well, yeah, a couple of men, a couple of married men. That's a nice thing. I got... 
I had a full-on one of those the other night. It was yeah. great. And it was really scary at the same time because I was outside and it was dark. Yeah, right. But a guy came up to me and he came into it. I'd just been performing at Neil Hamburger's night. Uh-huh. Did a great set, was feeling really good, went outside, was get, uh, about to get an Uber. Yeah. And a guy had come in and watched me for a bit and then followed me out and then just fully just was like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, just, you know, I'm just hanging out for a minute, which is probably the worst way to lead it in. <laughs> Yeah, I've got to go home. He goes, look, I'll drive, I'll drive you. I've got a car. Want to get high? And I'm like, no. And he goes, want to fool around? I'm like, no. And he goes, well, what are you doing then? I'm like, I'm waiting for my wife. I wasn't, but I was really threatened <laughs> right. and really like flattered all right. in one. It was nice, but okay. not. It was because it was dark. Right. It was an alley. That bit. That's the yeah, bit. But that, that's fine. But that that's, makes me sound okay. like they're no, working no. like cloak and dagger style, no, like no, in no. the in the dark. No, and, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it makes you sound. Like you just said, yeah. what every woman has to feel constantly when they walk down a dark alley. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, when men are like, well, it's nice if someone compliments you. You know that bit that yeah, you that's, felt? Yeah, the if yucky it was in bit some situation it well. and it was like, blah, blah, blah. You're like, yeah, okay, maybe that would be nice if we were inside and I was in a comfortable environment. Yeah, it did feel yucky like, out the dark but by But because you're in a dark place by yourself, you just don't quite know. Yeah. It's natural for someone to feel, and men react so terribly. Yeah, great, because I felt a bit he- horrible about saying that just then. that's what women have to put up with all the fucking time. Oh, thank God for that then. Well, not thank God. <laughs> We'll just take that out of context. Yeah, totally. Sam Simmons makes some headlines. I'm being silly there, guys. I'm being silly. Well, yeah, that makes complete sense to me because I did. I did feel threatened and a bit, just a bit weird about. Well, that stuff. was the, that horrible. was the thing with the, the the husband and the like, you know, the with the husband and husband, the the gay guys. Um, that when you know, like that, because they just said, yeah, it wasn't like overt, overt. It was just like we're going home. Oh, what, right, we're party, going, sorry. we're going home. What are you doing? Yeah, and like in my head, I was like, what am I doing? I'm spending the next forty five minutes telling everyone at this party what just happened. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, but there is a, a part of me that's curious <sighs> to know, even like. Like if as like a as partners, how that gets discussed or whatever, you're like it's amazing. Or even if that's what they were saying, they, they may not have been. I I I may be completely imagining this and exaggerating it for my amusement of what I thought happened. Yeah, you could have been just going home for Connect Four. Yeah, right. Oh, hang Ooh, on. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Oops. the other guy? Uh oh. Uh oh. Look, yeah, it is flattering and nice all at the same time. It is, isn't it? It's okay, guys. We'll just play Hungry, Hungry Hippos. Oh, no, oh, hang that's on. Oh. snakes and oh, no. Bu- oh, bugger it. I'll just go home and play you know <laughs> by myself. Oh, I'll solve it there. Any more? No. No? <laughs> no, I was trying to think. I've been, do you know what I've been doing here as a As long as you know them and it's not guess who. I've been hanging out because, I mean, no. you know, you don't have kids. I don't, I don't have kids. No. And I think about it a lot because I've been babysitting a bit lately. Yeah, right. Let's not. <laughs> I've um I've been babysitting for friends lately. Oh yeah, and I love it. Okay, man, it's fun. Like the other night, um, his, his name's Henry, little Henry. He's probably four years old. And does he get Henry? Like, is that what? As in, like, they call him Harry or Hen no? It's Henry. Or his name's Henry. I Henry. call him Henners. But anyway, little Henners and I yeah. just sat down and watched the Lego Movie together. He just like so. I'm laying on the couch on my back. How, he how just old got is on he? me. He's about four. So he got yeah. on me. All right. And he mirrored my. My my body shape on me. It's like I had a little mini guy on top of me. We both just went nine eyes together. Yeah. And I woke up from that, and I look because I've never really had the hankering for kids. Right. I've always kind of gone, I don't know about this. Yeah. Maybe also coming from a a bit of a weird upbringing with a bit of bad stuff that kind of happened. I'm like, oh, I don't want to replicate that kind of behaviour kind of right. thing. Anyway, it's hard so for people not to. Totally. Like I mean, just, my, my sister, natural. I spoke to her about it and she's like, no, you'd never do that type of stuff. She's got kids and all that type of stuff. The last thing you'll do, you look at your baby and go, as if, as if I'm going to bloody hit that kid or something like that. Anyway, I woke up 
you know, when you wake up, you don't know where you've been. I also, think that, at, up. I also think that at your age and with the choices you've made in your career and your life and stuff, yeah. you're in a position where you can actually process those feelings in your head and go, even if you were replicating actions, you know, you'd be able to go, oh, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I can see what I'm doing. Oh, and you totally. would address it and be totally. like, whereas like maybe 20 years ago. Yeah. You just wouldn't have been able to have like, well, but where you are in your life and yeah, you know, the way that you've kind of created well, that was the reason your own for my, my my self medication on marijuana for years yeah. was all that stuff, and maybe it had its purpose then. But anyway, I've woken up with this little fella like just on me, mm. and just that moment of waking up, and I was like, oh, oh what's that? And I looked down at this little guy, and I I had that big clucky pluck in my heart. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this would be good, wouldn't it? Because it's just licensed to be an idiot again, essentially, right. when you've got kids. I really started to think about it. God, I hope my wife's not listening. Anyway, but I'm really starting to think this could be a great thing to do. And I've, I've not really... I've That's never had that feeling me. before. What about... I was, uh, I was listening to some friends talk the other day about having kids uh, who were 11, maybe 11 or 12. It's and too they were, young because they, they were the, daughters. The, like the, the ovaries are not formed. And, <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. Like, unless she's, and it's wrong morally. I mean, who are these 11 year olds you're hanging out with that are trying to have children? Have they been trying for a baby? It's weird. That's a weird place you've gone to. Who are these people? Is it the Hollywood Hills? Connect Four. Which is what you would play with an 11-year-old. Anyway, come back. Hey, what's going on? So they, they want to have, they were hanging out with an 11-year-old. See, so that, that for me, that's the magic age when they're, they've gone. Right. No, they're just no. like little just small people with opinions. Yeah, but that's the thing that the dad was saying. He had daughters and they were like 9 and 11 and they're just, he knows they're about to get to that age where they will just hate him for yeah. years. And he does not know how he's going to deal with it because... Like that is a last, that must be for the sad. last ten years. They've loved him, they're you know, like magical kids. Yeah, you know, they've just been like, yeah, dad's and, a king. and you know that it's going to happen. And that ter- I know that's like that's, that's a fi- weird reason that's not to. Fifteen though. years into like, I'm imagining yeah. something fifteen years from now. <laughs> like, but it is and, like just, it does. That it sounds like you're like, setting up a real pathological fear of doing this. Ah. Uh, I Massively, do, I do think I have a lot of arguments. Yeah, no, 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 I think I have a lot of reasonable arguments in my head because yeah, I, fair enough. I can look. I understand I, all those because I think I, I resign myself to the fact that I'm not going to have children. But so I think that I probably have built up my own. They say in life that you know the way that we argue, the way that we reason is that we pick what we're going to do, and then we just we're. we're we're lawyers, not scientists, is what they say. So basically, I've never heard that. You need to explain it to me. Right. So instead of being scientists and us taking all the evidence and then evaluating it oh, and right. making We're the best decision, saying, oh, what we know. actually do yeah. is make our decision, yeah, gotcha. and then we get evidence to argue the point that we're making. So, I like, I like so that. me by saying I'm not going to have children, I start to collect evidence yeah. that says, hey, this is what you know having a child is like. This is what it would do to your career. This is what it would be yeah. like. You know, you can't have it because of this. These are the deficiencies you have. Yeah. What if it did go well and then went to 13? Oh, maybe you couldn't do the work you want to do because your kids have to go to private school. Like I've okay. thought about all those things because you're arguing your own case. Yeah. What you're starting to do at the moment is you're starting to lawyer yourself. In your head, there's something about no, you that's No, mine gone. all comes from love, actually. It just comes from love, Will. It no, just comes from this little dude in my arms, and I went, Yeah, but that's my that's point beautiful. is, beautiful. you're starting to so say that. So I'm letting that. that stuff get in the way. No, you're letting that... You're trying to make your own argument. You're trying to go, hang on, man, this would be good, because like this is great. You're not looking at the same kid you know, yelling at the mum or when they couldn't get him to oh, go to Oh, no, totally. I can understand all that type of stuff right. as well. Like, I will look at that, but I mean, it's... I mean, you can't apply science to that, you know, that thing you get 
you know, when you feel love for something, you go, well, that's just amazing. Right. And that's the point I'm saying is you can't. No. We don't. We pretend that we do, yeah. but we never do because we, our brains don't have the capacity to genuinely evaluate every situation of all the pros and cons and the ramifications of what that choice would make because yeah. there is no way of knowing what a child would do to your life because there is no way no, It could be the yeah, greatest totally. thing that ever happened and yeah. elevate you to like this incredible next level of like, you know, your evolution as a human being or you could be a person who's born with a child that like, you know, has extra needs and that defines your life totally. because of that very thing. And also or, like, I mean, some people aren't, meant to have children right. i'd say there are people in my family who are not meant to have children there there again i might not be here right. do you know what i mean like in that kind of way there are certain people or relationships where that happens by accident it's just like a litter of puppies like oh, mate, it just happens people who shouldn't be allowed to have a litter of puppies well exactly exactly i mean exactly. Same you know, thing. let alone a litter of children well, it's also just a capacity to love and that's that's pretty much all it is i mean right and that's because i've seen i've seen little shit kids i've seen, i've met shit kids yeah like there, there'll be some people who listen to this who i know your kids are shit because right. of the environment that they're and that's, that sounds like i'm being really nasty toward them they don't know who they are whatever anyway they're in an environment that is toxic so these kids are a product of that so right. yeah there are certain environments where it just doesn't work but i guess but also I'm, there are I'm, some people who just get it right like but also you know it's interesting to me because you never know even in that regard because my dad you know as everyone who listens to this podcast knows dairy farmer from anderson's road lived on the same road all his life you know never drank never smoked married the first woman he ever kissed mm -hmm. i love my dad and i had a nice upbringing mm -hmm. but we couldn't be more different in the way that we see the world or like you know do things in the world and and whatever mm. so you even have that random factor of like you know my brother's a farmer on that farm you know we were brought up the same way within like two years of each other mm. like and we are two completely different people in so many uh, you know significantly different ways like i mean so even within like and i and i consider myself to have had a great upbringing mm. and a, have a great family still have a great family like and even, but then i still was very different to my family so mm. then you have that added thing of going oh fuck how do like i just think about it all the time how did my parents deal with me and what I thought I was or what exactly. I was going to do. I How have they dealt with think, it? Was I just a little shit? When these farmers from mm. Anderson's Road, you know, living on the farm, decided to have a baby, they never would have fucking imagined in a million years they would have had to deal with, like, my fucking stupid picture being in the paper all the time, smoking pot and saying stupid things. And, yeah. Like, that's their life. Yeah, totally. Because they had a fucking child. Yeah. Oh, does it, Maybe uh, the reason I don't want to have one is I hate myself. <laughs> yeah, but that's ridiculous. Well, it's ridiculous when you think about it because I can't, I can't imagine. I can't imagine they're sitting there on the farm just going, oh, bloody hell, look what he's done now. Oh, without I uh, without love. I bet they are sometimes. But, but, Will, without that love and going, oh, well, look, you would be such – I mean, you'd be a surprise to them, I'm sure. But you'd be – do you know what I mean? Like as if they would have thought that they'd have a son who's like an internationally renowned comedian. They wouldn't – look, as if they would have thought that ever would have happened. You would be such a blessing to like to their lives. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean – I mean, I, I met I met my dad for the first time at twenty three. Mm -hmm. It was pretty weird. Like, I, yeah. he's a lovely bloke, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know, I can never call him dad because it's kind of weird. He's just a bloke, and I call Dick. I'm like, yeah. hello, Dick, and that's that's kind of it. Go, Which also, hello, daddy, is like, a lovely, is almost a gift from the universe. Oh, if massively! You, if you have to meet your dad for the first time at twenty three, it's good that you can call him Dick. Hello, Dick. Where it's have, just where whatever, have you been, Dick? Where whatever, have you been? Whatever passive aggression <laughs> there is, you can just go, Dick. Yeah, that's all I can call you, Dick. Yeah. 
Can I call you Dick? Yeah. Dick. Were you a dick? Were you yeah. a dick? Have you yeah. always been a dick? It's 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 fascinating. <laughs> I look at that stuff and I, I wonder, like, because I was brought up by a single mum and she struggled and did it all, like, amazing. You know, there was a, there was problems in the family. I've got a half brother and a right. half sister and all this type of stuff. But were you aware of like that? You where in your life was there an awareness that like you know that this was different? It was or? different. Yeah. Like how did how was it explained from you from young? Like what your situation was? What did you grow up knowing? Was there ever a time that you didn't know exactly what was happening? No, I didn't know. I mean, I, it's like it's uh, nature versus nurture. I think, mm-hmm. but it's uh, what you know. I mean, it's just. All you know, yeah. and I think we we moved around so much as a kid. We moved all over Perth to different places and rah, rah, and uh, over to Adelaide, and then um, when, around the age of thirteen, I started to make proper friends. I didn't really make childhood friends because we moved around. Sure. Oh, boo! <laughs> Sad boy. Um, anyway, it's nothing like that. Yeah. At the age this, of thirteen, this I, podcast I was, is now enough rope. It's oh I'm shit! I'm gonna get everyone to oh, cry. Oh, bloody life! Yeah. Oh, my life hurts. You cry in the middle and you fud at the end. Oh, um, <laughs> it's yeah. fud fop. Fud. Oh, um, <laughs> wank cry. It is, isn't it? Oh, I just had a wank and cry. A crank. A wank. Oh, anyway, I was cranking one out the other yeah. day. No, it was th- I was uh, thirteen and. Uh, we decided we should be at the one high school for the whole time. Mum discussed that with me. I was like, yep, great. I made friends then, proper friends. Yep. And uh, it was a guy called Stuart Peevor, the best man. In the- like, I still consider him like my best friend. I love oh, him to death. That's good. My childhood mate. You know, yeah, I yeah. love him, love him. And, love and what does he do with himself these days? He uh, he works for like uh, SA Water and oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, he's like basically, he p- plays God essentially. So he distributes water. Okay, nice. Drought affected places. Right. God, be great if he did play God. Like if there was out at the the water, they also had like one like full of locusts that they for special emergency. Yeah, (laughs) you can have a cup. Um, Anyway, so when I saw him and his family, his family's quite dysfunctional as well. But I saw this family, this beautiful, Mm -hmm. rambling, fighting Scottish family, and then I was like, oh, Oh, I'm just home with my mum watching a country practice. Mm. This is a bit different, and there's a lot of intensity. The the the, I'm not going to. Uh, harp on too much about this but it's an interesting thing just to bring up I think a little bit the the reason why mum and I had problems mum had me quite late uh-huh. when I was going through puberty she was going through menopause okay it was just a house of crazy hormones yeah. and it was almost a relationship that was like a partnership like it wasn't like a typical mother son relationship at all it was it was a team. Like, you know, I did an equal split of things. It was like, this is not the way to be a kid kind of thing. Right. And I didn't realise that until about 13. And then I spent a few years really lost, then really self-medicated and really thought about life and got stoned a lot and then came out the other end pretty good, I think. But, yeah, um, it's, it's, yeah it is interesting how you uh, – if I was going to have kids, I'd want to do it not, – not, you know, how could I do it differently to the way they did They, they didn't know any, any better, but uh, I, I would want to – yeah, I would want to do it differently. Right. Well, yeah. I think it's the, yeah. the, the I think it's every generation's job to do better. Mm. Right? Cuz here's the thing that we've got to realize as human race, no matter how evolved we want to be now, like technologically or you know, like uh I guess in intelligence, yeah. you know, sort of way in an emotional intelligence sort of way, you know, an EQ and an IQ sort of thing. Um we are going to be considered imbeciles by a, you know, the next generation and mm. certainly by people 100 years from now. Like, you totally. know, they're going to look back at us like, 
you know, like we look back at the people who were shitting in the street a hundred years well, ago. Well, mate, I know. watched a Crocodile Dundee last week because I really wanted to see. Yeah. My God. And look, there's really funny stuff in it. It's yeah. great. It's a great, great Australian film. But my God, it's massively, massively transgender, homophobic, misogynistic. And it was just like 1986. Oh, well, avoid- and like, oh my God, but I couldn't believe mate, it was that much. Avoid the uh, first uh, three or four lethal weapon films. <laughs> yeah, right. It's the same thing because oh I watched, uh, what was it, Dan Aykroyd, um, Eddie Murphy one, Trading Places. Trading Places. Wow. That is so racist. It's unbelievable. Anyway, that's just not very long ago. So oh. you're right. We it, This thought will be defunct in another 15 years. Right. So we will evolve in that sort of way and it will get more and more complex and i think that we have to concentrate more on the, on that part of us i don't i don't broadly know what the po- point i was trying to prove on that was i got distracted because sorry I, man Eddie, no it's fine we got, Murphy? no that's fine you think about trading places right I, now I'm yeah. thinking, you know the ending of that apparently is like you know the actual scam yeah. the actual financial scam is based on something it's all completely true oh really like it all works out like you could actually, you know, it was a real thing the that they could have done thing. in that sort of situation. Yeah, right. Okay. That, that's an amount of thought that does not get put into modern day film. No, not at all. No. Okay. So anyway, let's get back to the travel thing. That was yeah. what I was going to talk to you about anyway. Yeah. So <clears throat> that will be a disappointing end to the person who started futting at the start of that story because oh, I forgot where room. it was going. So I, What's um, your rituals? Is that it? Rituals when you get to a hotel room. Yeah. So I was in uh, Sunnyvale. Mm-hmm. On the weekend, playing a club called Rooster Tea Feathers. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I saw that in your buddy Twitter page. They were, they were fantastic. Yeah, cool. really fantastic. I, like uh, really lovely people who run the club. You know, just a really fun place yeah, to work. Sunny day, of course. <clears throat> got got a, a great um, a bunch of comics to work with as well. Yeah, great. It was an all female lineup. Uh, yeah. Like you know, uh, two, two out of the three nights or whatever. So it was great. Yeah, terrific. Had a couple of sold out shows, which was fantastic. Seeing that, you know, most people don't know who I am down there. So that was great. We had a really small show on the Saturday night. It was just like one of those ones, the was game the, went late. Yeah. And then was it was like, and it, yeah, yeah. And it was, and so it was like one of those things where it was literally like we went from a sold out show two nights in a row to like 20 people for a late show yeah, on a Saturday. Yeah, that? Anyway, that but was their footy. You know what? It was like to the people who were there. Yeah. Thank you for being so lovely. Yeah, that, that was the great thing about this club. You know, like it, the sold out shows were like the little shows were as fun as the sold out shows. Mm. It was it was a really good That's time. That's why down it there. should be. <clears throat> Cute little hotel they put you in down the street. Yeah. I drove there. It's about six hours drive and I thought I'll drive there. You know, I see a bit of America and I'll have the car because, you know, I'll, I might want to drive to San Francisco or something like that because it's not too far away. And uh, so... I, dr- I drove down, but I just got away a little bit later in the day than I needed to. So by the time I got down there, I did not have time to unpack my suitcase when I got to my room. Normally when I get to my room, oh, wow. every time do? I unpack my suitcase. Like I, I need everything put away wow. so that like the room is ready to go. Yeah, okay. So, I'm and I set like up that. for the gig and I make sure I have my recorder and I put out the clothes I'm going to wear and I have a shower at the latest moment that I possibly can and then I, you know, go to, go to the show. God, you're like my mum. But... In this, <laughs> that's what she's like. She's got to go and make it good. Going to make put that there, right? Well, I do, but in this case, I didn't have time. I got yeah. to, I got to the hotel. I checked in. I took my suitcase upstairs. I ripped it open. I pulled out my show clothes. I got in the shower. I got in. My, I had to go straight to the gig, right? Yeah. So, I, I did the gig. The gig went great. I went back to the hotel afterwards. Now, I wasn't drunk. I actually wasn't drunk. I had, I probably had like four or five beers. Mm-hmm. Like, um. 
But I was tired enough after driving six hours and like doing a show and having five or six beers to like, you know, go to bed. I was like, you know what? It was probably only 11 o'clock or something like that. But I thought, no, no, I'm done for today. Yeah. Like, this is good. Yeah. I'll have a sleep and I'll get up tomorrow. So I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll unpack in the morning, yeah. you know? So I thought, fuck it. I won't even get like my pajamas because I sleep in clothes. I, yeah. I, people who listen to the podcast yeah, I can't, know I this. can't sleep nude either. Yeah. It feels weird, doesn't it? Right. It does feel weird. Yeah, it feels weird. Yeah. So normally if I am going to go. Even like just, I mean, I've got someone next to me as well. And it's like, that's even weird. I like top on. I like alone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like top on. Yeah. Um, oh, you've got to have bottoms on. No, I, but, need to, I need to contain something. But this is what there. I was going to say. I also yeah. would like, but occasionally. I like a nice pair of jeans. Occasionally. In a- <laughs> <laughs> jeans and jeans jacket. Are they your pajama jeans? Night. Yeah, totally. Pajama yeah. jeans? Yeah, of course. PJs. You, you guys aren't wearing pajama <laughs> jeans now? These are, everyone's wearing pajama <laughs> jeans. That's what Levi's have gone into now that people are wearing leggings out in public. They're jeans. like, well, yeah. well, fuck you, leggings in public. We're doing pajama <laughs> jeans. Pajama jeans. Yeah, right. So anyway, so you've got it now. I'm trying to work out what's going on here. So you, uh, you just sorry. want to go to bed, but you don't want to unpack. What's I going on? I don't want to unpack. I, I, no, I go to bed. I don't want to unpack. So Because I get home from the gig. Yeah. I go into my room. The suitcase is there. I could unpack then, but it's like 11. It's fair enough. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go to nine on. You know what? I'm going to go to bed. You're only bloody human. And you got to go to bed. get up in the morning, right? Yeah. So I think, fuck it. I won't even get my, like, you know, bottoms out to sleep in. And why would you? I'll just take off my jeans. Yeah. And then I'll leave my like undies on. singlet top on. Oh, no, I don't wear undies. With your jeans? With my jeans. Do you go commando? Yeah. Oh, okay. Commando, comedy commando. Do you really do that? Yep. All right, I can't do that either. No, I've got to do that. Do people know about this? They would, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, I've talked about it in the show even. Okay. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah I don't. Not with jeans. What about heat? What do you mean? Just the heat. Do I heat them? No, you know what I mean? Like it gets hot and stuff. Like, what do you mean? Because I rarely How see you wearing shorts. Get? Oh, yeah, yeah, No, no, I remember no, I saw you in Adelaide wearing shorts wearing and I was like, what's... Now. Yeah, you are. It's different though. You're just at home. But I've never yeah. seen you out and about. You're well, I've out. got underwear on You're now. You're always scooting around in jeans. Yeah, it's true. So, Will scooting around in jeans. Now, yeah. I'm never going to get that out of my head. Well, you don't have to... I'm covered with a thick layer of no, jeans. No, it's fine. I don't mind it's there, but yeah. I worry for them. Guys are riding around in their bike shorts. Will, I worry for them. Don't worry for them. what I'm saying, because they're going to get hot. Especially Adelaide, 40 degree heat. Why can't they get hot? And you chat... Yeah, because it's... Then you get chafing and stuff like I that. I don't. I don't, though. Okay. I have evidence that that's not happening. Well, that's good for you then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I, right. Yeah, so anyway. anyway, I have no pants on. Mm-hmm. So I've gone to bed. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. But then here comes when shit goes wrong. You got an erection. I got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. or what I thought was the middle of the night. Turns out that it was just about an hour and a half after I'd gone to bed, you know, like mm-hmm. it was the one from the, you know, the five or yeah, six you, years. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to go to, so... So I don't fuck it. I, like it's, you know, I don't want to, you know how it's like if it's early in your sleep, yeah. the last thing you want to do is turn on the light, right? Yeah. Because you want to keep, oh, you want to no. be, you want to be like, I can ninja this yeah. and I can get up and I can go to the bathroom and I can make it back to bed. Yeah, because you don't want that light to never be out of sleep. Totally, I'm still totally. in sleep. I'm just. Now the mind's at- racing here, Will, as to what you've urinated in. All right, off we go. So. I opened what I thought was the door to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it is actually the door to my apartment. Oh, Will. So I am now standing 
outside. Oh, mate. Like literally outside. And it, like as it slams behind me on my bare ass, I am oh, standing. Oh, this is bullshit. This is like a weird Apatow film. Well, here's the thing. Come I would... off it, mate. So you've you've gone into the hall. Okay. Would've... So here's the thing I'm going to say. I've stayed in a lot of hotels in my life. Probably, let's say I stay in 200 a year for the last. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, 15 you've years. stayed in a lot. So a lot. Like yeah, 3,000 different hotels or something, right? I have only ever locked myself out of my room twice in that entire time. Both panels? Uh, one was naked as well, but I'll, it was a situation. <laughs> but I was, I was, that was totally my own fault. I was blind, drunk, like uh, it was not. Anyway, luckily enough, there was towels nearby. I could, I grabbed a towel and oh, got down mate, to reception. The best. Wasn't that embarrassing? Come on, come on. But in this situation, Sam, there Stop was- Stop weaving a bloody country story and just tell me what happened. There was no oh. towels nearby. <laughs> So I had to go, well, what do I fucking do? I'm now standing like naked in like a corridor. In Sunnydale. Like, well, not naked, but like, you know, from the from the waist down. I've got a singlet on, quite a long singlet, mm-hmm. but it's not long enough no. that I can pull it down both ways. No. I have to make a decision one way or the other. Ah, what? balls. Yeah. So. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> That's actually a game show I've been pitching around oh, here. Ah, some bloody balls. good one. Uh, so I... Um, <clears throat> So I decide to cover the balls mm. um, and I have to go downstairs. So now this is when I start to realise, you know what, it's nowhere near as middle of the night because I think I'll just dash to reception. It's the middle of the night. There's not going to be anyone around, you know, but it's not quite middle of the night. It's like 12.30. So there's a couple of people lingering around that sort of foyer area. Just hoping this will happen. Hoping this will happen. Yeah. So I just have to, like in retrospect, if I thought about it through, maybe what I should have done is stayed in the shadows and like, you know, kind of pssst one of those people. And been a bit like oh, right, yeah. something really is embarrassing. Could you dash and right? Hey, hey. Psst, psst, psst. <laughs> but actually, maybe now that you've said that, I don't think I've ever like, publicly done a. Psst. I'm not sure that actually you should hiding a in a shrub naked, naked. Guy hiding in a bush going. Psst, hey, he's actually give a hand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gone psst to me ever before. Psst. I noticed in Mexico they do a lot of like sus, like oh right, oh. they do this. Right. That's to get the attention of another person in Mexico. Yeah, right. I like that. No, sorry, in Cuba. I got right. that wrong, Cuba. And cats. Cats and cats. Cubans. Cats and Cubans. <laughs> if you want to be surrounded by cats and Cubans. Because I was getting offended by it. I'd be walking down the right. street and you'd be hearing, oh yeah. God, what, 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 what? Yeah. Am I looking sassy? Anyway, what the, what, what did you do? Psst. Psst. So you're in a shrub. Yeah, Are you in, in a shrub? I'm in a shrub. Is this real? Are yeah, we back to the real I'm, story? Yeah, I'm back to the real story. So well, I'm not in a shrub. There's like uh, kind of uh, plants... It's kind of got an outdoor pool area that you walk through to get to the reception. So there's kind of like garden and plants and sort of like trees and things that I can at this stage hide behind. But there's a dash. There's like a foyer area where like people are sitting around a table between me and the reception area that I need to get to, right? So I could have like psst one of the people. But but what they do, I mean, they can get a towel, couldn't they? That's it, really. So instead... I just went wrong. I'm just going to have to go through past these oh, people. Mate. So I just like pulled it as down as far over the oh, front as I could man. and just like went straight down and just went, sorry, 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 sorry. Just like was just giving out sorries, like just as I went through and then got to the reception. But this is when fucking, this is when it turned into like a Larry David curb your enthusiasm moment. Because up until this point, yes, it's embarrassing. Is it the episode but- where they talk about long balls? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, yeah. So, because 
up until this point, yes, it's embarrassing, but it's yeah. a fucking hotel. I'm sure like shit like this happens all the time. Like, and you know what? In all the times I've stayed in hotels, it's happened twice. It's not the fucking end of the world, right? Yeah. So I get into the reception, which is of course brightly lit. You know, now you're in yeah. full fluorescent, like, you know, I'm half asleep, half buzzed, half naked, like standing in the reception, like balls cupped in. And now I'm trying to make a different decision because there's a reception desk. So, so now they can hide the now balls thinking, near your ass. Yeah. I'll, I'll ask down a bit and like the, you know, the, the desk can cover the balls. So that can kind of be my protection. Yeah. So there's the dude behind the desk. Now I'm hoping when I go in, there's going to be no one there. But there's another fucking dude there. Another dude is doing business with the reception dude. I need just to go in and out. But now I'm just lingering half naked <laughs> in a well-lit room. Did the guy not look at you and go, oh, mate? Like- well, because this is the thing. Because he was dealing with the other guy when I came in. So they're both looking over in. Because they're basically, I'll, I'll explain what they were doing. They were looking, obviously, for a piece of dry cleaning mm-hmm. that this guy had sent down for dry cleaning. That Behind the reception desk, there was like a cupboard that was full of the dry so cleaning. So they're busy. So they're busy. So yeah. I kind of come in and now I'm behind the desk. And all this things so going a singlet you're right oh this is great <laughs> so but the guys out oh the, this is great the guys who are sitting out around the table out in the foyer who they I can't going on. who I can't look back at they've got full view from where they are yeah, of totally. me now half naked just behind this fucking desk like this is normal business right are they are they are they react oh you can't see I can't them. look yeah right uh, okay. but I, I could see them but what am I I can't look yeah. like I've just got to Stay in this fucking zone, oh, man, right? This is great. Yep, go on. Because now there's a part of me that's like, I should just go back. They're so anyway. His dry cleaning is not there, so their discussion, like they check, he's checking again, and I'm, and like the irony is, like, the, the, it's a cupboard full of clothes, like. You know, any of them, like, I'm going to take in any of them. Like, he's like, it's not that one. So they, in, in the end, they can't fucking find it, right? So then I asked the guy for lock my key out. I don't think he ever knew I was naked. Like, because he did not see me. Like, so the people in the foyer knew I was naked, but I think the guy in reception just thought a dude came down and lost his key because he had a conversation with me just eye to eye. So the key just happened and then just happened. And, just, and then I just, like, totaled sure off. didn't watch you walk away? Pants off. Well, he might have seen me from the, from the back. Which would have been great. This is a great little, great little end for him. Like, oh, this, God, this reminds me of Philip Island. <laughs> Oh, that is masterful. Yeah. Now I need to know though. Did you wee in the? Uh, did you wee in the hallway? No. So you didn't just start randomly spraying? No. Great. No, I'm no, worried no. about that because I was thinking about your cleanliness for a minute, minute there, just thinking who just walks into a dark room and just starts weeing. I have some sort of certain rules with uh, my drinking, mm-hmm. and like maybe the you know things that uh, you know, other people um, you know have issues with or whatever. But these are my rules. I'm an adult, uh, which is. <coughs> Pardon me. Any of that shit, I'm not up for. Like the minute I start, the minute I start pissing in my own bed or in like a cupboard, of course, yeah. I've not vomited from alcohol in 15 years, I imagine. Yeah, I'm. I am not that guy. Yeah, totally. I'm not either. I drink. I I drink consistently. I did wee the bed a couple of years ago after uh, taking Valium. Yeah. I've not see. I don't do. That's it. I just don't. That's not my bag. Well, no, no, no. I didn't mean to. No, 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 oh, no, right. but no, no. I mean, obviously, you know what that situation was. I was no party pooper. I was on a party pooper. <laughs> oh, Sam. Oh, this did, is good. Yeah. Oh, he's a party pisser. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Did, oh, he didn't bring his party pooper mate with him, though, did he? But it's also... Because like, everybody loves the party pisser. Oh, that <laughs> But they hate the party pooper. Who's that guy, that NRL guy that... Anyway. Um, oh, well, there was Nate Miles, who still plays in the NRL, who shat in the, the corridor, in the, like, shat in the hallway of the hotel. 
See, if that happened, people who listen to this podcast know that. If I shat in a hallway of a hotel, that would be It'd the be last thing. Don Lane. That would be the last thing. I, I would no, I, but I would just. Isn't that a Don Lane story? Uh, I think it was glassed off coffee table that he liked. Oh, people. that's a different that's thing. The, yeah. Oh, okay. But I, um, yeah, if I shat in a hallway. That's fine then. Here's what would happen. <laughs> Uh, I would use my human hands to pick up my human shit. Yeah. And then I would walk into the ocean and drown myself from wherever from I was. From shame. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow, you've got real poo issues. Yeah. No, I've got standards. Really? Yeah. Not yeah, issues, I'm cool with it. See, I've, I've spent years in paddocks picking up, yeah. you know, random animal shit, so I'm fine with it. Well, I'm fine with other people's shit and I'm, fi- I'm not letting judge you like, you I'm know. Not I'm not fine with other people's shit. Animal shit I'm fine with. If I walk into a public toilet and see something there not flushed. Right. I'm, I mean, it's I'm quite, don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm okay with it, but I'm also just like, we're all fucking animals. Like in the year 2014, mm. men in the first world still stand next to each other in a trough and piss. Yeah, that's fine. Like what happened to us? When did we decide, nah, that's fine. We won't improve that from what it is now. Let's just keep with this system where we just I've piss on I've told you what I love feet. to do in that situation. Tell me. If, I'm in a, if I feel I'm in a safe environment, like mm-hmm. a safe pub, right. and it's going to be okay, uh-huh. I love a bit of like urinal. What, urinal urinal chatter, I call trough, it, no, trough chat. I call it, no, I just call it, uh, I call it urinal fun. Oh, what do you mean? What I like to do, no. I like to pull funeral, my Funeral, you should call, oh no, hang on, that doesn't work. No, nearly. <laughs> it's a fun, fun, or, fun new. Uh, what I like to do, Will, I like to pull my pants all the way down to my feet. So I'm weighing in the trough like a toddler. You know, like a little boy. Remember he was a little uh, boy? Or a and, dodgy PA And you're at a party and they yep. turn you the other way. It's like, I'll oh, just yep. have a wee against a tree. And they pull yep. your pants all, all, all the way, the way down. down. I love doing that. Down so then when the, the next guy comes in, they're just like... I like or doing like the- a or like a perp getting a blowjob in an alley in an episode yes, totally. of Law and Order. Totally. Or it's even way. better to do it with a friend. I know no, this yeah. sounds really weird because no, no. Sure. then the third person to walk into the urinal yeah. doesn't know whether it's the thing. So I do it with Quirk a bit. So me and Dave Quirk yeah. will go into a urinal, sure. pull all the way down. Then if the third person comes in, they're yeah. like, Hang on. "Oh, maybe this. Maybe is, that's we what, should do this as well." So they have what, to go all the way down. They never. Is this no what one ever are doing has. Now? It's fun. Is this like cold pressed juice? Am I meant to do this now? Gee, that's a thing, isn't it? Cold pressed juice. I don't even know what it is. It's eleven dollars a bottle. Yeah, is what, what is it? Is. What it's, is it? Okay, so it's basically uh, with a with a juicer. You're basically yeah. pulverizing the juice uh-huh. into bits. Uh, a pressed juice is literally just squeezing the juice out of it. Sure. Why is it's it bullshit. why is it cold pressed? Because I think it's cold steel, so it's just steel on. Right. It's like cold pressed steel, I think, but it's just cold pressed juice. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yeah. But do it. Give it. A, give it a go in the urinal with a friend. Do it with Charlie. Oh, I don't know if I could do that it's with fun, Charlie. Man. We're it's not fun. those sort of friends. It's okay. Really? No. What do you mean those sorts of friends? Well, uh, you well, know Friends what? who have fun in well, urinals. No, there's just What's certain, your problem? No, there's just certain friends that like, you know, if it was Mickey D. Like if okay, it was Mickey right, D next to me and he does it, I'd be like, yeah. No, yeah, okay. right. That does make sense. That's like a yeah, relationship that, very that we D. have. Yeah, right. Gotcha. You know, there's just yeah. that sort of. Yes, that makes sense. Sometimes you. Yeah, Charlie's got a bit of. Yeah, you you both got to touch the GQs about it. Right. And you know what? I'm happy for you to do that business with your other friends. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it can't be part of. You know how there's always a part of you yeah. that you can be oh, totally. around certain. I mean, my big one is I have a soft spot, and I've talked about this before on the podcast, for. I was listening to Steel Saunders' excellent podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters. I had a and, chat uh, to him yesterday. For the podcast? No, I just had a chat to him. Yeah. He- I'm refusing to do his podcast. I'm like, <laughs> no, let's... Because I'd rather... Because he only ever rings me up to do the podcast. I want right. to ring and hang out. Okay. So I told him that. All right. And now he feels bad about it. It's good. Steel. I don't really hang Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know what you mean. It's having a microphone just there and it's like, well, what are you doing? Talk to me. 
don't put a mic there. Anyway, wonderful podcast. Love him. Right. Yeah. So yeah. he is fantastic. And I, I, I think, uh, why well, was Jeez, I? Jeez, really bad then, didn't it? it was no, just, I know. Go on, go on. I was going to tell you a story about Steele and his podcast. Oh, so I was listening yes. to his podcast and he was uh, playing a bit off uh, a Triple M radio show called uh, The Rub, which is like an AFL football show that stars the like Rub. Gary Lyon and uh, Jason Dunstall. Oh, like the rub and, down afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, get all the, the guys and have a rub. Yeah. Yep, gotcha. And uh, the Friday rub, uh, the Duke, <laughs> Luke Darcy, uh, Spud Regis, the uh, Spud, Danny Frawley, uh, the purple-headed warrior, Damien yeah. uh, Barrett. And I listened to that show and everything he was mocking on his podcast. The purple-headed warrior. Yeah. Oh, they all have. It's one of those shows where they're all AFL blokes. All they do is hang shit on each other in that horrible, blokey, bullying high school yeah, way. So the like, pur- you know, purple-headed warrior. Oh, just one day you got. Oh, you got purple in your hair, don't you? Purple, and then you oh, say right, purple. I was, I was yeah, like, it was a euphemism for yeah. Your also anyway, that. Right, yeah, gotcha. no, they probably started because he had purple in his hair. Then they started calling the purple-headed oh, bloody, warrior. You bloody been pronging chicks, haven't you? You know, hey? like, you know when the nicknames. Yeah. Like they're people who already have pre-existing widely known nicknames, and they've all invented these weird sort of. It's like they're like children. Inventing yeah. their own special secret names for each other. Yeah. And they're all 15 times down. You have to have known, like, that one went to this one, went to this one, went to this one to understand the fucking origin story of where the fucking nickname came from. I know a guy from place. Bansdale right. with, like, 12 nicknames. Yeah. 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 I mean, so these guys, like, often you're like, how many guys are in the booth? There's like They've mentioned 12 names, but there was just, like, four guys. <laughs> they just got like, it's, it's the rub. Anyway, right. so what's going on in the rub? So, anyway, they. my point is that I, I like... That I like that sort of you know bullying and bravado and that style of you know mm-hmm. comedy. There was a reason we were talking about this, which was what Steel Saunders was playing a little grab of it. Fun urinal. There's just some sort of people oh, right. that you are different people with. Yeah, okay. You know, like so in that environment, I can be very you can, blokey you can fit into and very that. footy and very. I, remember, I mean, I enjoy that. Like I, I, I enjoy it. At, where were we? I think we we're at the Vic Hotel Melbourne Comedy Festival. I think I can't. Was it Brad Hardy or someone had come? Former Footscray Brownlow medalist uh, Brad Hardy. He was there and he was hanging out with you. Yes, indeed. And my, my God, high I school saw, hero. And I did. I saw a different side of you. Yep. It wasn't fanboy, but it was just like bloke mode. Yeah, like just like don't bloody do the yeah like that. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's more. Like don't do Australia mouth. Doing bloody Australian mouth. Like, yeah, this bloody bit of footy just came on, and then bloody Brad Hardy came in. One morning, Australian mouth is just tight lipped. One morning, I had breakfast with, if you'd overheard this breakfast. This would have been the blokiest breakfast in the world with It you. was breakfast with uh, Brad Hardy. What did you do the night and before? And Doug Hawkins. Okay. Do you remember Doug yeah, Hawkins? Yeah, Dougie the Pizza Boy. Yeah. Yes. And no, not Dougie the Pizza Boy, Doug Hawkins. But he, no, Doug Hawkins did do a Dougie the Pizza Boy. Didn't oh, he? yeah, it was a play on yeah, Dougie right. the Pizza yeah. Boy. You're right. Yeah. That is true. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, Doug Hawkins. Uh, Brad Hardy and I went to breakfast one morning, and if you've ever wanted to hear me bloke up, Where did you go that to would breakfast? have been the blokiest yeah, breakfast. Who suggested breakfast? Brad. Brad and I are friends now. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So he and his wife come to my show every year. They're like really loyal every year. Yeah, that's lovely. As soon as I come to town, they you know they always hit me up, and like we always go for a drink afterwards or catch oh, up that's or whatever. Lovely. Look, he's a legend. Right. And then he went to the Bears. Yeah, that's he right. Got a soft spot for the Bears. He um, went through quite a traumatic uh, burning. Is that correct? Yeah, I think there's some sort of... I, think he had a I don't burn. know He exactly wore a burn suit was. for quite a while, which would have been excruciating to play with. I remember my 80s footy quite well, so I can, I can play this game as well, Will. I yeah. can do the bloke thing. But I, I still don't feel comfortable doing it. I feel comfortable in different environments. But you enjoy it. You but enjoy in the it. same way as I think that if I'm in, like, you know, in particularly, like, highfalutin artistic circles or That's, whatever, I quite enjoy that as well, just yeah, for a see, minute. Yeah, see, there you go. Maybe I, I just don't, don't like people, because I was invited to something last week that was very 
uh, High Arts LA Theatre. Oh, okay. It was a dinner. Ooh. I couldn't go in the end, but just through the, the sheer terror of not knowing enough about Eugene Ionescu mm. or what it, or who he wrote Waiting for God, didn't he? Anyway, sure. that kind of stuff, like just that fit. And it's not like not being uncomfortable in my own skin. It's just like going, oh, I just can't be fucked. I, I, I don't want to do this. Do you know what I mean? There are probably some lovely people there, but I didn't want to have that stress. So I was just like, I'm not going to do that tonight. I know. I also understand that. Like I'll back like, out of those. lots of things that like, I If I that would... footy chat's happening, I'll oh. back away. You'll just see, slowly see me back away like, no, nah, not for me. Well, I mean, that's a, okay. So here's what I would say. I don't obviously actively seek it out. My high school best friend is a guy called Mark Howard or one of my high school best friends, you know, was a guy called Mark, Mark Howard who is now a Triple M football commentator, right? Oh, wow. And so he lives that life. Yeah. Obviously, I don't live that life. What's I going wanted, on, bum nuts? I wanted to be around clowns and artists yeah, yeah. and, you know, idiots like us. Like, yeah. I love that. So obviously, I chose more of that. But I'm just saying there is a part of me that, like, is, you know, when I'm in that mode, really quite enjoys being that person and mm. dropping into that. Yeah, totally, totally. In the same time as I can be around friends and if I'm in the mood, want you know, talk politics for hours and, you know, in quite a serious way. But I just don't want to most of the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, what else have you been up to? Hey, I, I haven't spoken to you since the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And uh, I came and saw your had show. I had not, good time, I, I did. I had not seen it uh, previous to that, but I, people have uh, heard me talking about how much I enjoyed it already, but I'll I say it. it. I loved it. it here while fun. you're here. Uh, I loved it. I thought I really did love Thanks, it. I, thought it was I the, love doing it. I thought I it was the best thing it. that you have ever done. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I think you're lucky not to be sued by the estate of Arthur Miller, apparently. How amazing is that? Because did, uh, have our, you talked about this story? No, already? I haven't talked about it, so we can talk about it. Right. So uh, the, the Fringe Festival show is doing a sitcom version of Death of a Salesman. Right. I did a show. I'm still doing a show. I'm doing it at Soho in a few weeks, actually. Um, I did a show called Death of a Salesman, but I changed mine to Sale, as in a windsurfing Sale. Mm. But they still use the title Salesman. I don't know how I got away with it. Right. The, the Arthur Miller because apparently the Arthur Miller estate of fucking hardcore. They want to sue. Hardcore. They threatened legal advice yeah. against. A tiny production at the in Melbourne, Melbourne by Fringe Danny Festival. McGinley at the Melbourne Fringe and shut it down. Big Bulldogs fan, Danny McGinley. That's crazy. Like, I really thought that's going to be some publicity for them. That's a bit funny, rah-rah. But no, they've really seriously slammed down the production. It's over. I know. And I, I did that's think about sad. that when I was like, fuck, Sam's been doing this Popped show. a bullet. The whole time. Oh, sorry. Dodged a bullet. Like, totally. But I mean, I dare say but because I changed the yeah. word. And also because your show's not anything about nothing it. Nothing about it. Nothing about it. Like, they were using, I think, 20 or 30% of, like, the original play as, like, part of the satirical Still, I've process. Still, I've never heard of something that litigious for a, a dead playwright. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure you should even be able to do that. I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, I also wonder... Although, what's I that clause? It's a 50-year I mean, clause when stuff becomes public domain anyways. I mean, I that guess right that or? said, like, I mean, no, 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 nothing should be beyond parody. You know, mm. I guess that's the point. Like, uh, we were just having a brief conversation off air about um, uh, somebody had sent me. I was saying how wonderful I had a, a great time at the LA Podcast Festival. It was so much fun. And I really enjoyed the shows. And I was very happy with how it all went. And every, and that's been the feedback generally. And then some dude had sent me an email about some dudes on a podcast review podcast, like, saying that, you know, they hadn't enjoyed it. And, you know, whatever. For, you know, but probably for the exact same reasons that everybody else did Yeah, there's always it. something. No, no, there's but this a- is... Fine, but there was part of me in my head was like, oh, "There's always fuck. a party pooper, Will." Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> fucking party poopers. They're on a party pooper podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. So they're podcast poopers. They're, no, <laughs> no, because the thing is, like, I'm like, "Oh, you don't listen to the podcast, and you don't." And I was like, "There was part of me initially. My first reaction was, what the fuck are you doing? Reviewing podcasts? They're free. People can like just 
like them or not like them. But then I was like, you know, you know what? Like everything no. you put out there is able to be criticised, no, totally to fine. be reinterpreted. I think Dasilo be... said something really good. It's like cause someone, uh, Tommy Dasilo was going on about uh, how everyone's like, oh, there's too many bloody podcasts around. Why are there so many podcasts? And it's like, well, as if anyone's doing the same thing about movies. Oh, no, not another movie. Can't believe someone's made a movie. Oh, like, it's oh, fine. No, like, it's, the... it's completely its own but art form now, I guess. also, not but... even movies. Like, I think even take that a step further because movies are a genuine major production. Mm. Like, think of it as music, right? Yeah, like, totally. Making different songs. But, but people yeah. just... Like, I mean, just because you go and buy a guitar yeah. doesn't mean that you are going to be in you too. Yeah, totally. But you're, you're allowed, allowed to. You're, but you're allowed to. Massive. And you're allowed to play it and you're allowed to record it and you're allowed to put it on the internet. What band are you if, if your podcast was a band? Uh, well, in the grand scheme yeah, of things. Klausen in this thing as well. I'm trying to think about who, what band he'd front. Well, here's some, here's some things that were good about PodFest. We were up against Mark Maron, which is the biggest podcast in the world, and our mm-hmm. room was full. There was over like probably over 250 people there. It was amazing. Awesome. Like We were blown away by the support for it. Yeah. Um, in the grand scheme of podcasts, we are a very minor like one compared to the Marins and those sort of things, not even in the same stratosphere. Right. In Australia, we're a regionally you know, big podcast. Yeah. Um, it's indie, you know, we, we're not on a major label, you know, it's not yeah. like a repackaging of a Hamish and Andy show or whatever. This is yeah. just exists for what it is. One of the original members had to leave. Yeah. And then I've been doing it with different sort of members since then. Yeah. And now he's back. Yeah. So you kind of got, got it's got to be some sort of group that was kind of bigger in Australia than they were anywhere else and kind of were popular live, mm. but hadn't really cut through in like the world. Pollyanna. Pollyanna. <laughs> Are you sucking on a lemon? You are the Pollyanna of podcasts. <laughs> Pollyanna. No, that's not that's not right. It's got to be. It's, uh, it's more. No, what about um, Spider Bait or something yeah, like Spider-Bait's that? Yeah, Spider Bait's good. That's good. They bloody got a song on Sex and the City. Right. They're, they're, they, had they're a, they had a number one in the you know Triple J Hottest One Hundred. You know, yeah, we, totally. We were the iTunes number one podcast last year. Like that's what Tofot was called. Yeah, the but iTunes right. Number. You are you so are the Spider Bait like, podcast. Spider Bait. We're the Spider Bait podcast. Totally makes that's sense. That's what we'll be. That's great. <laughs> I don't know how spider bait will feel about that. I don't know how Pollyanna are feeling right now. Uh, Pollyanna. I've not thought about Pollyanna. A, That's a very strange yeah. place for your head to... Isn't it weird how the brain works? Pollyanna probably happy to get a mention. I don't think I've said Pollyanna since 1994. Not even in like uh, no. another context. Not in the no. traditional Pollyanna context. The girl? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what do you mean? Is Pollyanna a thing? Pollyanna is a thing, isn't it? Isn't it something you yell in the mirror? What? I don't, you know what the Pollyanna, Pollyanna, Polly, and then she turns up. I don't know. You keep talking. Um, right. Well, speaking of uh, like yelling things in the mirror, I'm really excited to go see. Uh, maybe you'd like to come with me on a date to see Isabel. It's about a haunted doll. Uh, from the people who brought us Insidious, I believe. Oh no, I don't think they did that, did they? Did they? I hope not. If they, if it is, then I'm not going. I think it is. So right. Well, I won't be doing that. Okay. Um, no, I've, look, I've just been. Um, I, I am going back to London. I go back uh, next week, so I'm back there for a run at the Soho Theatre and a lot of gigs. I'm gigging in well, all the... Give us your Soho da- Theatre dates because there are people who listen to this who go to shows at the Soho Theatre. Um, I don't know. They're okay. late November, yeah, okay. late November, well, early December. All right. Well, so that's I'm okay. there in the, in the big theatre there for, for three weeks, which is going to be amazing. Um, uh, so I am also coming to the Soho Theatre uh, you really? in London. When are you doing that? In June next year. It's <laughs> the bloody hell. It's a wonderful place to do a gig. See, it's I need, the best. I honestly, I was meant to be coming back this year because yeah. I, I was there last year and I had such a great time. Yep. 
and I wanted to come back this year yeah. and just the way the year felt like I just haven't had a week off I, we just well, couldn't totally. we just couldn't find a week to make it work well I feel the same way I mean look the like, only week I can get in there like literally because then I go back and do my new tour in Australia and whatever yeah. the only week I can get back there is like June next year but they're booked in so I'm there for two weeks oh, in June next year so put, so, that, put that in your calendar people there you go so I've just well, I've been all I've been doing here for the last. I'm, I'm going to give you my last two weeks. I've been racing all around Los Angeles, mm-hmm. having pitch meetings with amazing people. So pitching shows and stuff. Yep. Now, probably the best pitch that I've had was something that was made up the other day, which is never going to get turned into something. But I think you'll like this. Okay. Okay. It's called retirement pillage. Oh yeah, I okay? like it already. Where we steal. Imagine yeah. it's being new. We steal an old person. Yeah. And we just show them the time of their life, and then deliver them back. What happens if they die? Would they have to sign they a waiver? Love and life. They loved it. They mate. die on the road. I don't know where we take them. No, no, no. I'm we go to it. Vegas. Mate, I'm into it. It doesn't matter. I love it. Retire. It's not going to ever happen. But I pitched this I in know, a meeting I love it. as a joke. No. And there was this full-on like producer type going, oh, my God. I no, no. can see that. No, no, no. I, I love it. Because... <laughs> I love old people, cute old people. I oh, saw this, totally. I saw this thing on 60 Minutes the but other night. But even old Which was about people. old people. Yeah. And then like making an old person happy, granting them a fucking wish. Yeah. But not in a toxic kind of like home renovation kind of way. Like, no. like no, this is like your like a lo- fun, like it's a bucket list show. Oh, it's totally. It's essentially bucket list. It is an idea. Old people there, doing bucket There is lists. an idea in that. Yeah. And if anybody's going to develop it, please contact me. Right. Don't bloody just do it. I am. No, I'm doing it. I'm going to cut this bit anyway, out Anyway, as a joke, I put that one out there and it went very well. Uh, we have to finish up uh, because I have to uh, do a photo shoot. I know what you're going to do. Uh, so, Who's your little photo shoot for? What's oh, you know there? what? It's just for a little thing. There's an Australian guy doing an exhibition I of see. some stuff. I see. Some stuff. Oh. Is he coming over here? He's coming over here. I hope I don't so, hang around. So, uh, no. Oh, I have to have a shower. All right. Cool. I have to do my hair. Yeah. I've got a hat on. All right. Uh, so, Pollyanna. Is a best-selling 1913 novel by oh. Eleanor H. Porter that is now considered a classic of the children's literature, with the title character's name becoming a popular term for someone with the same optimistic outlook. All oh, right, so if you're a happy boy in person, yeah, you're, a Pollyanna. you're a Pollyanna. That's a lovely way to end the podcast, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Look at that. That to was all nice. you Pollyannas out there. Yeah. Hey, we're sending this one out to all you Pollyannas out there. Please go and check out Sam Simmons. You can find Sam on uh, Twitter and Facebook. and yeah. uh, Not so much Facebook. Go okay. on Twitter. Twitter. It's easier. At Sam yeah. Simmons? Yeah, with one extra S. There's another one. Everyone thinks it's me, but that's okay. fine. She's got lots of followers because of me. Oh, okay. It's good. Oh, she's a girl called Sam Simmons? Yeah, but she okay. owns the one with just one S. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to hit her up for Does it. Does yours have a tick? No, I've not oh. verified. Really? How do you do that? Well, how do you get, get verified? I don't understand how you get verified. I don't either. Because I've done enough stuff. Yeah. I should be verified. You've done heaps of stuff. Bloody hell, I was on it to date. Get Sam Simmons verified. Come on. People. By the way, it's a date's coming up, uh, people back in Australia. Okay, that's Get into good. that. That's what funny. What else can we tell people about? I'm on the road. Um, I've got, oh, I'm at Hot Tub on Monday night. I'm in on Hot LA. Tub on Monday night in Sam LA. Sam Simmons is on Hot Tub Monday night in LA. And then afterwards, are you allowed to tell people about this? Yeah, totally. Tell people about this thing after Me and a guy called Phil Burgers, uh, who is Dr. Brown, who won the Barry Award a couple of years ago. Yep. He won the Edinburgh Comedy Award a couple of years ago. Now, Beat he, me, in fact, for the Barry that Did year. he really? Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. Bloody silent clown. Anyway, yeah. he's talking. Fuck that guy. <laughs> guess what? No, no, guess what? He's talking in this side. He's not I, being I, silent. I've forgotten that he beat me. I'm going to stick around and see this show <laughs> and just fucking yell things at Man, him. Man, he's a wonderful guy. The weird thing about Phil, because his name's Phil Burgers, why uh-huh. would you change your name to Dr. Brown? 
Yeah. You're called Phil Burgers, you idiot. I know. Anyway, so we're, we're fucking something. around for an hour on yep. stage after a hot tub, which I reckon is going to be He was on the rub. That was the problem. The he rub. started off as Phil Burgers and Bloody then they hell. kept changing Bloody his Rubbo, name. Rubbo, doctor, the doctor's in, Dr. Brown. <laughs> party pooper did a shit, Dr. Brown. Dr. Brown. There you go. The party pooper. Uh, I am in Cleveland uh, next week. Oh, brilliant. Uh, which will be great. Uh, hilarities. Uh, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. Yeah. It's all coming together. It is. Uh, yes, I will be in Cleveland. Uh, LeBron, if you're in town and you want to come out and see the show, that'd be great. Is LeBron someone you've slept with? Who's yeah. LeBron? LeBron. Le- LeBron James, the greatest basketballer That's in the world the who's just gone home to of. Cleveland. I thought it was a lady. Uh, if someone wants to take me to a football like a game, name. if there's a football game on when I'm in town uh, and it's not when the show is, yeah. uh, or if anyone just wants to come and say good day, listen to the podcast, Cleveland. Yeah. I really love the shows there. The dude who runs the club is fucking amazing and it's a really... It's, it's really cool fun. So, awesome. um, uh, yeah, so I will be in Cleveland and then I've got, uh, I don't know, uh, Dallas and Denver and uh, Chicago and Oklahoma and other dates, willanderson.com.au. Uh, for the Australians, I need to mention uh, that I am doing uh, January 19th, the final night of the Willuminati tour in the concert hall at the Sydney Opera House. That's selling really well. So thank you very much for that. But I'm um, getting quick. If you want to see that, Justin Hamilton doing the support for that. I'm also coming back to Australia to do some shows in November with Justin Hamilton. We are doing Darwin, uh, Perth and Kalgoorlie. And then the next week we'll be at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne as I tune up the Illuminati show. So if you didn't see it uh, in Mel- at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, I'm going to do like a run of improvements I've made to it, etc. Uh, before I record the show Jeez. in Sydney on Bloody January the 19th. boy. Yeah, I've also got some other stuff. I've got a week of shows. I've got stuff as well, mate. I wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't what I was doing. You're so busy. It's making me feel like I'm not working hard enough. Bloody hell, Will. I'm also doing a week of improv shows at the Sydney Comedy I'll Store. i get fucked. That we're going to film for the special, I believe. What do you mean? I'm going to What's fit, well, special? Okay, so. You're okay. doing a special as well. Well, no, for the DVD. Oh, yeah, okay, for the, gotcha. Whatever. For some extras. So. Yeah. I recorded my last DVD, Willosophy, uh, in 2009 at the Sydney Opera House. I've never watched it. I do not like it. From then, my style and whatever changed a lot. So you didn't like the show? You felt like you didn't no, like the No, I just show didn't like who it. I was then at that point in my career. It was okay. kind of like the end point of that me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was wearing a fucking headset mic and yet running around the stage and yelling about. And it was almost that point where I kind of reassessed and, like, you know, kind of turned into whatever just I am Just describe my act, by the way. <laughs> I used to do a lot of your stuff. And now... Wearing a headset, might run around the stage yelling. Yep, go on. So, the thing I loved about your show the most was, and I've said this to people, was headset that might. I can't... Like, I loved it. I laughed so hard. And normally when in a comedy show, like, that is really exhausting. But it was not exhausting. It was refreshing. Because it wasn't like I was going, oh, he'll go here or here. Because your style is so different to mine that... You never, I can't be in a zone of like, yeah, even when I'm watching someone I really like, sometimes your head's just in that zone of going, they're going to go here or they're going to go there without you even wanting to actively do that. Mm. But because your style is so different and the way you attack your comedy is so different, I would just, it was easy for me to just relax and just go, Thanks, man. oh, well, just. That is a massive compliment anyway. from you. Thank so you. I've never watched it. The ABC play it all the fucking time. They played it just this week again. I don't know how many fucking rights we sold to them, but they play it on Christmas Eve a lot and it ruins my Christmas because every Christmas I wake up to fucking it. Facebook messages from fucking grandmothers going, you see if you could do comedy without swearing. It was never made to be a TV show. It was meant to be a live comedy special. Mm-hmm. You know, anyway, whatever. Fuck it. So 
That I've, was Willosophy. I've, no, that yeah, was Willosophy. Yeah, yeah. 2009. And so... I've done every show I've done since then has been better than that show, yeah. but I've never taped any of them because I was so scarred by the experience that I didn't want to do it. And then this year I just went, fuck it. I'm done with that. Yeah. I, so I booked the opera house, the same place as we recorded last time, but not the fucking same room. We're playing the big main room yeah. and it's going to be the last night of the tour. And I want it to feel like one of those like old school, you know, Robin Williams live at the Met or one of those yeah, big Billy totally. Connolly shows or one Massively. of those like... The Chris you know, Rock one. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's that, what I want it to Chris, feel like. Actually, you know, there's a little bit for you here in the, in the Chris Rock's massive show that went really, really well was... Uh, Bigger and blacker? Bring yeah, the pain. Uh, bring the pain. Yeah. So that was um, three years after he did Bigger and Blacker, is it? Uh, anyway, it was a show that he wasn't proud of and he wanted to get rid of stuff. Yeah. And then he came back with Bring the Pain and that's the thing that just went bang. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. And so I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the opportunity to do it. But it does have that sense of like, I'm going to, this is, it, I got to the point where I was like, I, didn't, I just didn't want him showing that old fucking thing when I died. Mm. do you know what I mean like I'd, oh, yeah, if totally. I died that's what people are going to watch and they're going to be left with I, like, and, I mean I like that you're self-conscious about that it. stuff as well because I cannot watch what I do I know a lot of people can't in general but I cannot watch what I've recorded I, I, I've, I've seen my live stuff a couple of times that's it well I've, I've had to stop uh, I take notes now during the podcast as you would have noticed mm. and that's just because I can't listen I, A I don't have the time to listen back to every episode yeah. but B like if if I could take me out of it, if there was an, an app where I could take my bits out and yeah. just listen to the guests, yeah, it's interesting. I would happily it? listen yeah, back yeah. to every episode. Yeah, I can't listen either. I like I can I can watch myself doing a character though. Like I'm, well, I made a show for the ABC a couple of years ago, uh, a thing called The Urban Monkey with Murray Foot. Oh, which is this thing. Oh yeah, this, I remember that. That was fun. The yeah. really interesting thing about this, this is what's kind of like uh, the Americans over here are massively getting. Because I understand right. the character, because it's like uh -huh. a Steve Irwin character. Uh -huh. So we're trying to, you know, I'm trying to get things developed with that at the moment. It's the only thing I can watch. I can't even go back and watch uh, the stuff I did in Problems because I'm like, no, nah, it's me being there. That's me being there. That's it. That's me. I can't do it. The character stuff, though, fine. Interesting. Sam Simmons, it's always a pleasure to have you on this show. If you like it, please. Way to end. No, it's good. Was it? Oh, well, we already ended. Yeah, all right. I'm, con I'm more conscious about the time. All right. Um, it was a great way to end. This was a great podcast. Just talking about myself, though. That's why you're here, mate. All right. All right. Anyway, I better go. I'll see you on Monday. <laughs>